Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for home field advantage. I am back once again for another podcast this week. Uh, you know, this is a podcast where we talk sports where you talk sports. So hopefully you guys enjoy it for another week if you don't. So what? I told you, I do not care if you don't like this show. It's mine. Mine. Mine, 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 mine. Anyway, man, we're going to get it started. Of course, I always introduce my guest for the week. And uh, uh, this week is none other, uh, no, no different than the rest of them, man. I always tell you I have special guests. This week I have special guests as well. Um, joining me this week, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to be the elder statesman on this show today. All right? So I got me some gentlemen who are a little, just a little bit older than me. You know, I'm, I'm old. I'm washed. You know, all I want to do is sit down and play Xbox and watch TV. So, um, But I, I had some older gentlemen because um, not that I wanted to make this topic so serious, but I wanted to give it perspective. I wanted some of the gentlemen that are in my age bracket and younger to get some real wisdom, not from me, but from some men who I get wisdom from. All right. So today joining the show, we'll start with uh, uh, someone very, very special. Uh, um, someone who I respect and and someone who uh, has always uh, said some good things and, you know, never never too negative. So I, I love this part about him. I want to introduce my father-in-law, Michael Fields. What's Thank going you, on, man? Son. Thank you. I'm excited to be on your show today. I've been waiting for this opportunity a while now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, so. And just to let, let the people know, you know, how old, uh, or I guess, what year were you born? I was born in 1961. All right, there it is. One of the best years you can name. <laughs> I'm telling you. One Second best, best after 1983. 1980s, baby. I hear you. All right, and my second guest for this week, again, another gentleman who I truly have the utmost respect for. I have learned a great deal from this man. I have... Uh, not only has he taught me things, but he has showed uh, me through his actions, uh, just reiterating what it is to be a man. So, uh, w- without further ado, this is my uncle, Uncle Gerald, Gerald Fisher. Hello, hello, family out there. In the nation of sports, we welcome you. And I'm going to tell you, it is a great time to be here with my nephew, Mike. And to be here in Sports Town and just to enjoy the things that we're going to talk about tonight. That is, that is. He did sound like a preacher, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) It's in the blood. It's in the blood. (laughs) Almost passed the collection plate just then. (laughs) And Uncle Gerald, uh, just let them know, you know, uh, uh, what year were you born? I was born in the year of 1966. It was a lot going on in 1966. If you check your calendars, a lot going on. 1966, that was the year. Matter of fact, the route that goes through America is Route 66. Amen. Amen. Use your Googles. Use your Googles. I guess I'm the granddad. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. (laughs) Use your Googles. All right, man. But, but of course, man, this is a great – this is going to be a great roundtable. I advise you guys to listen in good. Give me your critiques. Uh, I don't mind, uh, uh, but I, I think this will be a really good show to kind of get some wisdom and to also have some uh, to kind of bridge the generations, man. Older people have fun, too. 
We talk sport too. Or they talk <laughs> you know sport. What? You know what I'm saying? Just in case anybody didn't know, I was born in 1983. You know, the real year. Well, you did. We're talk about the 60s. Right. Right. Yeah, 1983. It's all good. It's all good. Real players ball. <laughs> but uh, just to kick it off, man. Of course, we talk a little, uh, just some uh, random sports. I usually start off a rant, but I'm not angry today. I'm not angry. Football is officially back. It's yes. back. Yes, it's this back, baby. We had some back. good games Ooh, this weekend. Ooh, oh, I love it. That uh, love game. it. Yes, Ooh, love it. Yes. When, when this podcast it. drops, uh, you know, it, it'll be Thursday. So. You know, we'll be actually the start of NFL season, Broncos versus Panthers rematch of the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, um, yes. And, and, of course, you know, we just talk about that college. The college week, man. Oh, if you, if you, awesome. If you like my boy uh, Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy. What up, Jay? Uh, he likes anarchy. And anarchy ensued this past weekend. <laughs> I don't know who all lost, but it, I'm in the ranked teams, but it was a bunch. It was a man. bunch. It, it was, was this bunch. was the best opening in college that I'd ever seen. Yes. To be yes, honest. Yes. Out of all the years yes. of watching college football, this, yes. this is definitely the best by far. Man. I mean, it was some Great. very exciting games Great. down yeah. to the wire. Great. You yeah. Know, and I tell you, we're going to have a That's very gonna exciting. That's going to be good. Uh, speaking of, you know, Uncle Jerry, he kind of brought it up, that Texas guy. Uh, understand, I'm not going to call first or last name. <laughs> this is Uncle Gerald and Dad to me. All right. That's what I'm going to call them. Uh, and, and I was going to have my dad on, um, uh, uh, my pops, my biological dad. He, um, I couldn't get him on, but I'm going to get him on next time. That yeah, man just work. crazy as I am. It's always the next time. He's good. a he's good. a Miami fanatic. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, Miami all the way. Go Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got my old coach Mark Rick. All right, all right, all right. Got my old coach Mark Rick. Let's get it started. Things getting ready to happen. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Texas, man. I give you props to Texas. That's all I'm gonna give you because Texas don't need no more big headedness than they are. They won, and now all of a sudden Texas going to the. Playoffs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love. I love well, Texas. Texas did impressive. But, they but, did look impressive. They did. They, they playing a great team, Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Notre Dame been a great team for the last three, four years, on down the line. But Texas, I will say, they very, very, very lucky in one point when it came down to that overtime. Oh yeah. It was. Oh, it was yeah. a nice overtime, but I think they 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 squeezed it out. Well, I'm gonna tell you, Swoops. He, he, he did it. Tyrone Swoops. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and yeah. you know the thing is, you know, uh, they had they had a they had a young man a couple of years ago by the name of Tyrone that coached Notre Dame, and they let mm-hmm. the man yeah. go really before he even really got a yes. chance to really yes. materialize. Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. and you know that's that's one of the things. You know, you get you get these good coaches in there and. And things happen one year, and the very next year, yes. then they they letting them go. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you, he got his redemption because that's mm-hmm. his son. His son played for Texas, right? Oh, they know and, that. right. and he got his right. redemption. Good. Yes, he did. And and do you know why they let him go? They claimed they let him go because he lost against Michigan and Michigan State oh, in the same no, year. No, no. 
That was the reason you can't lose against Michigan. Michigan You can't lose against Michigan. Michigan These are facts. Hey, if you don't, I know you don't know my dad is diehard Michigan State fan. That's right. Smart all the way, baby. Smart all the way. I'm from Michigan too. Go blue. Sorry about that, bro. Sorry about that. I know we it's all good. We both in Michigan, but you know that's right. That's right. It's all good. I give go green, go white. I tell you, I, I I will say that green and white team has been putting out a lot oh, of top tier yeah. talent. Yes, right. sir. You're right. Yes, sir. You're a right. lot yes, of real deal yes, talent. Sir. No yes, doubt. Sir. No doubt to that. No you doubt know, to that. There's no doubt. No doubt. You know, yeah, I love my boys. They they ain't put me down yet. Come on. Oh, they oh. have not put me down yet. Except for Le'Veon Bell. No way. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say. Uh, well, I mean, those injuries didn't help either. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, back-to-back injuries, back injuries yeah, you know, yeah. uh, year after year, uh, you're losing the whole season. Uh, they definitely need them out there on the field. And I really honestly believe that was Pittsburgh year last year. Yeah. If they would have could have stayed healthy. Right. If they could have stayed healthy and win or lost most of their key players. Right. right. They would have had a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I'm no telling doubt. you now, they would have went to the Super Bowl. No doubt. And there is no it's doubt possible. in my mind. It's possible. No, no doubt in my mind they would have went to the Super Bowl that, last that year. That Denver defense would have had something to say, but. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> defense do win championships. So defense I, I, win I, championships. I ain't going to argue with that's, that one now. I ain't going to argue with that one. I like, the I like, defense do yeah. win championships. I like Le'Veon Bell. You know, I want him to put down the sticky icky. Yeah. The Mary Jane. Yeah. Kind of yeah. let it go just, yeah. just a little bit, man. Yeah. He gotta, yeah, he he definitely got to correct that problem because that gonna hunt his career and kill his career, uh, most definitely. If he keep going down that path, you got to learn from your mistakes. Yes, you yes, must yes, learn yes, from your mistakes. Yes, 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 and that's what a lot of young players they get into the league and they don't understand. That when you get a second chance, you got to make the best of it. You got to make the there best. There is impression. no more doing that same mistake no, twice. No, yeah. no. There's no such thing as that. The funny part, I don't know if you know this, the NFL, I want to say they give you two free passes on your drug test. So you can yeah. fail it twice yeah. in quiet. Right, right. And right. then the third one is right. when, they when they initially put you in the program. Yes. yes. And then, or they put you in the program the first time, they just don't say anything. Right. The third incident, that's when I think they put out a warning or something like mm-hmm. that. And then the fourth one is when they suspend you. When and they then suspend the fifth you. one. Yeah. So, so, this ain't his first rodeo. Yeah. No, not by far. Because even by a far. young man with Cleveland is back, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Yeah. But, right. you know, the thing is, if if you are, you, you're, you're most definitely right, Mike. If if they don't learn from their mistakes, then how are you setting the stage for the other players that's coming yes. in the NFL if they think they can just get away with it? Not only the stage for the other NFL, even your own kids. Yes. Your own kids and grandkids. You're right. You know, it go deeper and further than that. Yes. So it just, it's just an understanding they must have in their own mind and philosophy that they have to correct it. Got to correct you it. You got another chance Take the best of it. Do not pass on it. Don't pass on it. And if it. you can do that, you'll survive in this world. Yeah. I There's totally a place agree. for you in this totally world. Totally agree. Especially for college. You know, you got, you know, college players are young. They got an ch- opportunity. They got a shot. You know, I can't I can't leave this topic without talking about my boy, 
Chubby, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. And Chubb, we hey, trust. Yes. Yes. Hey, he did a little yes. something the other day. Hey. Chubb did a little something. This going to be his year. This going to be oh, his man. year. He got one broke. He broke away. Yeah. This going to be oh, his man. year. I'm going to tell you. And they, if he wouldn't have uh, got hurt last year, they'd have oh, went further oh. than they did last oh, yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Much further. Chubb oh, yeah. is so a, he um, was it. I always tell people, you know, Ty Gurley is one – He's one of those special talents. You can't coach that up. No, he, he's not a at naturally all. gifted not at person. Yes. Naturally, uh, yes. what Chubb is reminds me a lot of Emmett Smith. Oh. Emmett Smith had talent, but you could tell he yeah. worked hard yeah. yes. Yes. at yes. everything he did. Yes, um, yes. how yes. to read the holes, how to cut back, <laughs> when to do it. Yes. That's Chubb. Yes. Yes. Yep, that's You're Chubb. Right. You're right. Yep. You're right. That's I agree. Right on the I agree. I mean, so there's no way that that you can teach that cutting against the grain, mm-hmm. running. You can't teach it. I was a running back in high school. I'm going to tell you, running against the grain is something you can't teach. Cannot you, can, teach. You, you, you can go through the uh, um, the, the training and, and going through the uh, traumatics as far as saying, Coach, I need to do this, I need to do that. But when you get on that field mm-hmm. and you get that ball in your hand, mm-hmm. basically you uh, instinct is cutting against the grain. Right. Because that's just something that happens when you out there doing that. Right. Nick Chubb got that down. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yes. He got that down. Yes. I mean, he yeah. iced that game down. for us. And he got more speed than most people think. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got way more speed than most people speed. think. Right. You know, it, it don't look like that burst away speed, right. but you, it's, you're you not going to catch it. It's got it. You're not going to catch it. He got it there. That's how you know he got the speed because they ain't being caught. Right. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a wheel. Oh, he's got a way to wheel himself to do things. In that end zone. I always say that about Larry Fitzgerald. You ever look at his measurables? Yes. Yes. Outside of his height, you know, big mm-hmm. hands, all that stuff. I mean, yep. his speed wasn't amazing coming out of college. Yep. Uh-huh. His his uh, his vertical wasn't amazing, but it, right. you can't tell him he can't do nothing on right. that field. Can't right. do nothing with him. The, right. can't uh, do nothing with him. I, I, I know Dad remembers because he's a Pittsburgh fan. Yep. Um, you know that that Cardinals Pittsburgh Super Bowl. Oh man, that oh, was a good one. That I mean, was a good one. He single handed. Oh, yes. Yes. And, and I know he can't yes. outrun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a fresh trial yes. Troy Palomalu. Right. Yes. He burnt them. Yes. Yes. He just yes. wheeled his. Oh, man, he almost single handedly got him too. He yeah. did. He almost yeah. got him. Yeah. He did. So that, that there's no lie about that. Very good Super Bowl. Man, that came down Very to the good. last couple of seconds. Man. Last couple of seconds. Man, I remember that. one. Yes. I mean, caught yes. in the end zone. Right over there mm-hmm. in the corner. Yes. Yeah. I, oh, I told one of my sons that um, the game wasn't over when it was um, was less than uh, two minutes to go in the game. And they, he was saying, they're going to they gonna drive all the way down and score. And I said, sure, there's plenty of time left. Plenty of time left in the game. And sure, beholden, they did it. They did it. And my son today, he still talking about the day he Man, can't believe that it happened. I, but I was hey. sure they was Larry Fitzgerald was getting the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, yeah, he, sure. he felt it. Yeah, yeah. he felt oh, yeah. it. He yeah. was gonna take that game. I kind of felt sorry for him in a way too yeah. because he he earned it. He yeah. earned it. Yeah. The way he and, played, and, he earned and, it. And, and and not only that, you know, uh, um, to see the way it turned out, that was the one that got me. That's what yeah. crushed me. Yeah. Yes. Because I ain't never liked Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never like Pittsburgh. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> Brother-in-law. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, it's all good. I get props where props right, do, man. Right. Pittsburgh, they took it that year. Right. I'm going to tell you. And, and without doubt, man, they, they were the reigning champs and everything yes. in that year. Yes. But I'm going to tell you, going back to college football, Brother Mike, 
college football, just like Mike said. We got Mike and Mike here. Wait a minute, man. Yeah. I just thought about that, man. We, got, a, we got Mike and Mike uh, on the mic. It's an amazing name. I'm going to tell you. What is it? It's a great M-G-M. name. MGM. MGM. <laughs> man, we got everything here. But going back to college football, I'm going to tell you. This weekend was really a blessing to see because I'm going to tell you, when you got the college football teams that are together, they put them on a bigger scale. Right. They put them on a scale. They say, well, we're going to put them in these pro stadiums right. because they yes. knew yes. that people were yeah. going to come yes. out. They yes. knew that the college football season was going to be exactly. I mean, blasting this yeah, year. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you, that that, that was very smart, really. It was very, very smart. smart. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it put a different – uh, spin on mm-hmm. the college yep. uh, football arena mm-hmm. that's going into this year. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, that game the other day that I saw with Texas, the game that I saw with Georgia, mm-hmm. and the other game that I saw in – what, what game was that? Was it Texas? It, it, it wasn't Texas. It was it Houston? Georgia. Houston. LSU. Oh, that no, was no, an no, exciting was, uh, game there. Uh, oh. No, it was, oh. it was Georgia's game. Yeah. It was Georgia's game. That North Carolina team, watch out for it, though. I'm yeah. tell you. That's a good team. I'm going to tell you, that's a good team. That's a good team. Clemson because, had a hard-hitting game, too, man. Yeah, Clemson, but Clemson, Al- Clemson, Clemson was trying to get out. That's what it was, Alabama. Yeah. Alabama started slow, but they went on and went, went forth. Yeah. And oh, Clemson-Auburn. Like, yeah, Clemson-Auburn. Clemson, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm going to tell you, they have right now in the, in, in the college football, they have the arena right now to set the stage for all these young men that are coming out and going into the NFL. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, Dallas, now I'm going to speak about Dallas, Mr. Mike. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> that, that that young man, Prescott. Prescott, that, yes. That, yeah. that, yes. That young man mm-hmm. right now is, 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 is in the eye, in the spotlight right now. Yeah. Tony Romo might have to pack his bag. He is just possible. He, it, it, it might it, just it be possible. Just might be he, possible. Might be, he might yes. have to pack his bag. Yes. Now the yes. other day that the the owner said that you know ain't nothing happening with Tony and we got Tony down and we're gonna still pay Tony and everything. But I'm gonna tell you that Prescott got things going for Dallas. Yes. I remember him in uh, Mississippi when he was playing yeah. in college. Man, he was awesome then. Mm. He can throw it deep, he yes. can throw it short, yes. he can yes. run. Yes. I mean, he can make great decisions. Yes. I mean, he was just an all-around quarterback. Yes. And now he's doing the same thing in pro level. Uh-huh. I love that. Uh-huh. I love that because he's he a great kid, too. Mm-hmm. If you ever met him, he's a great kid. So He's the Texas I'm looking coming forward. out. The Texas looking fans coming out. Oh, yeah. Well, you hey, know man. it. Look, when, when, when Texas show you a glimmer, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Boy, I saw, it's I saw, the truth. I saw Dak when he, he ran for some touchdown in the preseason. And one of my Dallas fans said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I said you got a little Texas fans, man. Woo. Texas, Dallas, Houston, Woo. all of them. They love their oh, team. I'm gonna tell you, man. They serious about their team. Right. Oh, Houston hey, looking hey. good. Houston. Die hard, die hard. Houston, That's what it's all about. Houston, uh, the uh, University of Houston looking yes. good. They, yes, they uh, are. Young man broke yeah, one. Very um, talented. 109 yards. Yeah. And um, most of them is freshmen. That's what gets yeah. me. Most of those guys are freshmen on the team. They got yep. the most freshmen out of any college level this year. Wow. And those guys is just playing on a level, man. It's unreal. And they said that they have, they are a young team. And they said that this team 
They're rated number six right now. They have an opportunity with their schedule. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a rough schedule. A rough schedule. With right. their schedule, they have an opportunity to be ranked up to uh, two or three this year, this year. before right. before they even get halfway in the season. Yeah. Right. Just the way they're playing. Just the way they're playing. So yes. it's 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 going to be a great year, man. I mean, I'm excited about mm-hmm. it, man. I, Very. I told excited. my wife the other day mm-hmm. to get the microwave popcorn together <laughs> because um, I'm ready to sit down. <laughs> you know, popcorn ready. Hey, I'm re- I'm well, ready. Put it this way: if she don't get the popcorn, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you um the, the part Pop I like about the part I like about a lot of these teams, man, they were unranked. Some of these teams were unranked. Some of some of these teams had no shot. Yeah. Man, they just took advantage of their situation, their opportunity, yeah. and they, they lived up to the spotlight. Oh yeah. Um that kind of transitioned into into the main topic for today. Um Colin Kaepernick. Uh I spoke about him last week. Uh me and myself and Brandon and Jay on the NFL review podcast. Go back and listen to that one. Right there on SoundCloud. Thank you. Um, we talked about it last week. Uh, we did like maybe we talked about it for five minutes. I didn't know it was gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. it was gonna keep going. Uh, I did. He has generated a buzz beyond measure. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, even to the point today where I heard that he has the number one selling jersey in the NFL. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, as mm-hmm. of right now, mm-hmm. you know that's pretty big. Seeing yes. how. Wow. Yeah. Um. You know, you get mm-hmm. you battling the likes of Todd Gurley and L.A. and mm-hmm. and all these other jerseys, man. And he's got one of the biggest ones, and uh, it's mainly because he's taking a socially conscious stand. Of course, if you don't know the story, uh, Colin Kaepernick has decided that he will not stand for the national anthem. Um, he will do so respectfully, and he's doing so because he just feels like things need to change in this country mm-hmm. and what that flag represents is not what's happening in this country. Right. I'm giving you the best, most honest interpretation of what he said. I'm not going to do what the headlines did, which, you know, making it out to be something that is not. Right. But that's what he's doing. But I don't want to get my opinion on it first because uh, you kind of hurt my opinion last week. So I want to start with the older gentleman in the room, just kind of <laughs> hear what they think about what Colin Kaepernick is doing, especially since they come from a time when, you know, things were rougher uh, for those that were disenfranchised. And, you know, kind of more athletes kind of spoke out, or maybe that's a misconception. Maybe a lot of athletes didn't speak out back then. I don't know, but what do you think about Colin Kaepernick? I'll start with Uncle Gerald. I think that um, looking at this, we're in 2016 today. Colin right now is speaking out based on some things that he sees directly of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but if we look back in the, the early sixties, late sixties, the athletes back then, they had opportunity and some of them did speak out the Jim Browns and, and, and those that uh, spoke out uh, uh, Carl Ellert with the Minnesota Vikings, they did speak out mm-hmm. and it's things though that happened at times through the decades, Colin is right now is just speaking out. And it's just like um, someone made even a comment. I think it was um, the young man with uh, with the New England, used to be with the New England Patriots. Um, Rodney Harris. Rodney, Rodney Harris. And he said that Colin wasn't even mm-hmm. black. Yeah, he's a dummy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that and you know that's really that was that really wasn't a good response by right. him to say anything mm-hmm. like that because basically. 
Colin right now is speaking, and he's speaking his rights, which we do have the rights in America mm-hmm. as far as to the rights to be able to figure a speech and to do the things that we feel that are right as long as we do them in decent and order. And he does everything right now is mm-hmm. in decent and order. Exactly. But what we need to understand right now today is <clears throat> it's nothing that he's doing that is going against a policy of what we represent in America. Right. And right now mm-hmm. in America, America is turning it around, should I say the majority of America, is turning it around to make it against him instead of trying to understand and sit down, mm-hmm. you know, and talk to him. What do you mm-hmm. think, Mike? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Go ahead. Cause, cause, Dad, I want yep. to yep. yep. hear what you think. Yep. Yep. I mean, I think. it's all about understanding. It's, it's all, all about that's understanding. Right. That's right. And everybody have the right to speak out and say what they mean in right. their heart. Right. And that and I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for him right. for what he did. You right. ask me. We ain't talking about someone getting shot with a BB gun. We talking about people getting murdered. Right. Mm -hmm. Not just getting shot. We talking about murder. That's right. And we talking about getting murdered and a lot of times not getting the justice behind it. Right. That's what the crowd is all about. That's what the crowd is about. And Mm -hmm. and he just trying to make a stand to get notice so something can be done about it. Or we can have some type of guideline to sit around and talk about it. Right. You either talk about it or try to fix the solution. That's right. And that's what he's trying to do. That's so right. I have the utmost respect for mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. of what he's doing right. and what he did. That's right. I have no problem with it. I and um, and I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's not going to be ended. I, I'm pretty sure this is not going to be ended overnight. Uh-huh. It's going to take a while. It's going to take consistency. Right. It's going to take uh, dialogues. It's going to take a lot of things to bring this right. to the light. Right. And he wanted to forces that's bringing it to the light by sitting down and I have no problem with it. I I will say this, you know, I come, you know, uh, you know, born in 83, you Mm -hmm. know, I come from a tail end of a social media age where, you know, when people get, uh, killed, Mm -hmm. um, uh, by police officers and especially when they're unarmed, um, I come from an age where that's when we get the most voices Mm -hmm. coming together and talking. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that nobody had to die for him to talk up. Right. right. Like, not to say that nobody had to die for him to talk up, but it wasn't like somebody died. This triggered his response. Right. He, you know, the, I don't even know when the last death, so many happened by <laughs> at the hands of police officers, mm-hmm. you know, but he, it didn't trigger. It was an event that triggered this response. He actually wanted to get this conversation rolling mm-hmm. without it dying down. Cause that's exactly. what happens right. that's nowadays. Like, exactly. We hear about it mm-hmm. really loud and mm-hmm. then it dies down and gets quiet. Something like right. this ain't going to die. Right. It ain't going to die. Cause he's doing it every game. Yeah. It, as long it, as he do it every game, it's not going to die. Right. And it's, and it's so true because it was even back then when Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. when she, when she refused to, Get off that part of the bus. See, right. they wanted her. They wanted her to really sit in the back. Yeah. See, but she sat in the front, mm-hmm. and basically she refused to get up from that seat to give her seat up to give her for seat a white up woman. for a yeah. white woman. So the thing is, again, when you get to a point when you have a stand, mm-hmm. basically the stand, just like Mike said, it's a representation of where we're trying to build mm-hmm. on. Because, yeah. see, yep. if, if, if you look at some things that we stood for 
as far as for African Americans, what we stood for back in the early 40s, mm-hmm. 50s, and then going into the 60s when segregation took place. Right. Actually, we had actually our own grocery stores. Exactly. We had our mm-hmm. own uh, um, black uh, tradesmen, mm-hmm. uh, carpenters, yep. uh, uh, electricians, doctors, uh, doctors lawyers. lawyers. I mean, the and list these, goes on. And these were individuals that basically we had our own society that we were in. Mm-hmm. Black Wall Street. Yeah, Black, Black Wall, Wall Street. Street. Exactly. Was so, that Tulsa? Yep, Tulsa, Tulsa Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So, yep. so the thing is, again, if it's to the point where we felt that it wasn't in God's reasoning that we should separate ourselves mm-hmm. because we believe that God wants us all to work together mm-hmm. for his good, mm-hmm. according to what it says in Scripture. But the thing is, we have to be able to come down, as it says in Isaiah, it says, come, let us reason together. Mm-hmm. Let us sit before the Lord our maker. But see, here's, mm-hmm. the, here's, the, and here's where the great conversation starts. <laughs> we talk about reason. Now, uh, because he's made such a stance, first of all, I'm going to be honest. My father's in the Air, from the Air Force. Right. One of my closest cousins is in the Air Force right now and is mm-hmm. actually high ranking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another older cousin. She, you know, she was in there for years. So I understand uh, the military and things like that. The point I'm getting to is a lot of the things that he said he wants to stand for and the things that we're talking about here in the table is not what's being talked about in the media. Exactly. What's being talked about in the media is Mm -hmm. his level of disrespect for the flag, his level of disrespect for the armed forces, and him needing to do another form Mm -hmm. of protest. Exactly. So I, I have a question for that. When you viewed it, did you view it as well? It could be seen as disrespect. Mm-hmm. No, I, I did not see it that way. I mean, the reason I didn't see it that way because uh, it need to be said to get attention. We we uh-huh. we need to to focus on one level of 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 correcting the problem. This problem have not ended. Because he took the stand. The problem is still here. But it's still aimed towards uh, correcting the solution of this problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the beginning. Right. What he done is, is just really the beginning. Right. And I, I'm telling you, it's more people than what you think really respect what he did. Mm-hmm. He his, jerseys, his jerseys ain't moving up uh, being the number one jersey seller right. for no reason. Right. You right. know, it's a reason for that mm-hmm. because more people that the media do not tell you or do not show you support what he's doing because mm-hmm. they understand. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and together, if we come together on this, you know, we can make a a, a, a case. Some change. Some change. Be- be- because yeah. the, the change, as Mike has said, don't get, you know, your question was saying, is it something that because it was the flag or mm-hmm. could he find another form right, right. to protest? Right. Okay. Well, why not protest the highest exactly. representation exactly. in America, there which is go. giving allegiance exactly. to the flag, mm-hmm. that the flag is supposed to be the representation mm-hmm. of what we should give honor to as an American? Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's the flag that mm-hmm. they give to the mother and father when the soldier is 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 taken out in the time of army. Exactly. It's the flag that exactly. is given. But at the same token, though, that flag 
the stars and stripes supposed to represent the mm-hmm. things of what we it's black Americans that in fought in the wars yeah, over absolutely. there. Exactly. And so and, 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 and we were soldiers overseas mm-hmm. and when we came back home, then we were just common men. Common men. And and we can't be mm-hmm. that common men Anymore. continuously. Yep. We Anymore. have to be able to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And if we have a voice then let us sing what we can sing right now. Don't don't keep on putting a, 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 a something over my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I wanted to kind of get into was because I didn't view it as disrespect initially. Um, you know, I I don't get into religion on the show, but because of my religion, those mm-hmm. that's close to me listen to the show, they know my religion. One of Joe's witnesses, I've never stood for the flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never had an issue. Uh-huh. Right. Never. Right. <laughs> so it's shocking to me that in 2016, this man who's quietly sitting over there mm-hmm. uh, for, I mean, what is the anthem for? A minute and then 25 seconds? Something right. like that? Mm-hmm. Right. That bothered y'all so much mm-hmm. yeah. that y'all wouldn't say that he's disrespecting a lot of things uh, that, that, you know, that are, they're saying is good about America. Well, you got to understand, now, this, this is what the people does during the time it takes place. Even when Ali took his stand, they was mad at him. Uh-huh. Rosa Parks took her stand, they was mad at him. Uh-huh. Martin Luther King took their stand, mad at him. Uh-huh. When everybody took a stand during the time of the incident, they was angry. Right. But later, when it all plays out and, and mellow out towards... Uh, maybe a year from now or after a while, everybody would see it was well worth yeah. taking that stand yeah. because change did yes. come. Yeah, that's true. It because did it, make a change. At my age. So that yeah. that's the key to all of this. At my age, born in 83, <laughs> the, 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 my uncle Jerry was holding up a black kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the, at Jesse Jackson. That's right. At, that's right. At the Olympics. Right. Yeah. It made a change. But they was pissed off at the time it happened. That's a good but point. But years later, like I said, they realized at, the change. Born, born in 83, um, when I saw, when you would hear about Ali and his activism, mm-hmm. it was called activism. Exactly. We were looking at him like, oh, he did good exactly. thing. He did a good thing. Exactly. But you know, that's why I have other, older people on the show. You know, you guys let me know. Like, hey, they was they was upset then. And they was upset then. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a big cry out. I mean, they was talking about killing him. They was talking about uh, uh, burning him alive, taking his home out, shooting him and everything. All that was mentioned during that time. You don't see it mentioned today because it's peace today from what he did. But he had to take a stand back then to make the world better today. That's what it's all about. So that's why I don't have a problem with it because he's trying to save lives. Right. Right. That's the it, key. He's trying to save lives. He lives. ain't trying to play it, with nobody or sing a song. He's trying to save lives. And it's not so about, I support that. And it's not about a black thing. No. Colin Kaepernick no. was raised by two white parents. Exactly. He has exactly. white brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's, it's not a, and, and this is not a, a black thing so much to the point that, that he's only uh, uh, singling out back thing. He just happened to have the blood mm-hmm. that runs in his veins that he is African-American. Mm-hmm. And because he does have a, a, a love for African-Americans and he feels that it's something that needs to be done yeah. for what is being taken place. 
Just right. as Brother Mike said, that it's things that are happening right now in America that we're just glossing over. Exactly. And we're not going to the, the, um, the central point of mm-hmm. trying to make it happen. Right. Trying to put a difference on it. Yes. And because we're not trying to put a difference on it, everything that is in public, what we want to do is we want to highlight, mm-hmm. we want to give the highlights in the paper mm-hmm. about this, and then we want to go ahead and show them this. But we do have to make a stand mm-hmm. and support a young man such as this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, uh, you know, a good point that he was, he's biracial mm-hmm. and he was raised by white parents. Mm-hmm. And he has a Caucasian nose. That is right. a two scan, two can Sam nose if I ever seen one. That, but he got an afro. Yeah, he got but an he afro. Got afro though. <laughs> but his his nose is from the Caucasus Islands. <laughs> but um, here's the thing: what I want to say. Okay, we're at this table and we understand what Kaepernick is doing. Mm-hmm. But understand that that is not the perception that's being put out there. Right. Again. <laughs> the perception went mm-hmm. out there. He's disrespectful. He's disloyal. Even Donald Trump has come out and said, um, "You know, hey, if you don't like uh, the, you don't like America, then leave." Well, see, we got to understand. Uh, uh, they are afraid of changes. Yeah. People that's comfortable and and they set in the same ways. Right. They don't like changes. This, this and, one, this, and, yeah. and dealing with that flag, uh, United States flag, we all respect the flag. Uh, but if I don't respect it on the level that you think I should respect it on, then I'm an enemy of yours. Right. Okay. And boom. see, then that's wrong. Okay, boom. Everybody, hold on. That's wrong. Thank you. You got to my point. Yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Point number one that I've, I'm wanting to bring out. Um, we understand that what Colin Kaepernick has made people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, anytime the protest or a silent protest or a loud protest or any mm-hmm. protest, any protest, comfortable is yep. not in the. Vicinity, exactly. All right, it's uncomfortable for you to do that. Mm-hmm. You got to get out your comfort zone, yep. and it's meant to take you out your comfort zone. Exactly. I don't understand why we need to protest in a way that makes you feel better. Right. Exactly. Because you know what? You won't hear it. You right. won't hear. You won't hear. And you won't no. change. No. Yeah. And I mean, you'll never change. I look at and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not disrespecting him. A lot of times, I do mm-hmm. express my hate about LeBron James. This mm-hmm. is not that show. <laughs> this is not that show. <laughs> I, I will not do that. <laughs> I will not do that. Um, you know, I, I, I will not do that today. today. <laughs> However, when I watched the ESPYs, I watched the ESPYs and I saw him and his uh, teammates, mm-hmm. Chris Paul and all them, and they got up there and they said everything that Colin Kaepernick is saying. Exactly. They clapped yep. him up and yep. kept it moving. And kept it moving. And probably and shot another moving. black person. And yep. nobody said nothing. Yep. Kevin moving. That is so true. So my point is, that is Colin so Kaepernick is making people uncomfortable to the point mm-hmm. where, you know, hey, we're bringing up this issue. Unfortunately, I think that, you know, there are, the media is smart. They focus on what they want you to focus on right. so mm-hmm. that you don't hear. Yep. If you listen to that interview, a lot yep. of people bringing up the disrespect mm-hmm. of the armed forces. Mm-hmm. If you listen to that interview, they asked him, Good, a good journalist right. asked him, Do, are you afraid that people will view this as disrespect to armed forces? He says, I respect the armed forces. Right. Yes. They're fighting for the right exactly. that's not yes. being lived exactly. out in yes. America. Yes. Exactly. The exactly. newspapers and everything not mm-hmm. talking about that. They yep. want to talk about his yep. stance. Yep. Besides point. Yep. Thank you for bringing out that point. It's all about, you know, people don't want to change. So in change. order to not deal with that change... Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just talk about the other stuff and yep. make people argue about yes. it. You're mm-hmm. gonna have to defend yourself from there. Yep. 
Yep. I, agree. I just hope that Colin continues to do it in a way that uh that that breeds respect. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. oh, every yeah. time I've mm-hmm. heard him oh, yeah. is breeding respect. respect. Oh, yeah. Even when yep. he talked about officers, he didn't say officers, he didn't say police. Mm-hmm. He said and even somebody brought out, they said, Are you afraid how police will view this? He said Police brutality. That was his word. Police brutality. I'm not worried about police. I'm worried about police brutality. Exactly. So that leads me to this next point. I know that at my age, I have stories where I have been um, unjustly Mm -hmm. mistreated by Mm -hmm. police. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell you of the time when I was pulled out of my house at the age of, I want to say I was 13, 14. Because a gunshot was heard, mm-hmm. and the upstairs neighbors, who were of the Caucasus Islands, I'll okay. say that, okay. you know, mm-hmm. they said, "Hey, I heard them arguing before, and they probably it's probably over there." So the police came by, <laughs> guns drawn, they handcuffed wow. me immediately, they handcuffed mm-hmm. my father, wow. mm-hmm. um, and I'm young. When it checked all under my bed, I got yep. punk beds. I'm like, man, you're kicking over my Legos. That's what I got a problem with. I just <laughs> built that. You know what I'm saying? I've dealt with that. I've right. also dealt with being in handcuffs because we had water balloons. And supposedly, mm-hmm. kids were throwing Clorox water balloons. Oh, so, I had oh. guns drawn on me, sitting on the curb, mm-hmm. bike thrown to the side. You know, so I've dealt with that. Mm-hmm. I dealt that's, with that's at a young age. I was born in 83. Mm-hmm. We see what's going on now, even on video. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys, have you guys ever experienced it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I can tell you plenty of times I don't experience it. Yes. There's one story I, that I remember you telling me. I want you to tell the podcast. Which one? Because I didn't got guns pulled on me at least four times. I think it's the one where they put you on the hood. Oh, the hood of the car. Yeah, yeah that's me and my boy Robert. Um, we we just got done playing ball. We just dropped two of our friends off in the apartments. I was sitting in the back seat. We just stopped at Kentucky Fried Chicken. We on our way home. We all lived around the corner from one another, you know, me and four of my friends. And just dropped Mike off, just dropped Troy off. I'm in the back seat. I told him, no, I ain't getting in the front seat. Just go ahead and go around the corner, right there on Neff Road, okay. going turning on O'Brien. Okay. Uh-huh. You know where that's at, yeah, girl. And, uh, yeah. And and I seen and we just got our license. Uh-huh. I told Robert, uh, all right, police behind us. Make sure you turn your blinker on every right. time you turn. Right. He did. Turn it on. We turned on left road. Uh they turned their lights on. I told Robert, no, stop up under the lights. Okay. Always go up under the lights so you can be more visible. Uh, visible. Uh-huh. Message. And, uh, uh-huh. and that is a message. And um so I w- he went up under the light. Uh, one police got out, cocked the shotgun right in Robert's face, told him to get out, told me to shut up, be quiet. I'm in the back seat. Got him out. The other one got him out, slammed him up against the uh, hood of the car. Then he cocked the, then he put the uh, gun at me in my face. I'm looking at down the barrel, a double barrel shotgun. And he pulled me out, uh, put me on the back of the car, slammed me on the back of the car. And they tell us, ask us, did we rob? Uh, Johnny Superette, you know Johnny yeah, Superette at yeah. the store. As us, did we rob Johnny Superette? We said no. They say they we fit the description: one in the front, one in the back. Now, what's likely some some burglars? I mean, <laughs> gonna be one in the front, uh, one in the back, right? Uh, Both of them think be in the front, uh, no. but uh, but we fit the description and everything. So, but explain the roughing us up. Yes, if we fit the description, explain the roughing us up. Right. We, I mean, here it is. We just. What in the tenth grade we just got a license, right? And um, uh, explained to putting a shotgun in our face, 
They couldn't explain that. Right. You know, and I went home that right after that. He took me on around the corner. I couldn't even eat my Kentucky Fried Chicken. wasn't even hungry at that right, time. Right. Oh, and man. Had to give it to my brother because I didn't want to eat it because I was just all nervous. That's extra police brutality. <laughs> Allow me you to regulate. You want to eat? You didn't want to eat then. <laughs> Allow yeah. me to regulate my chicken levels. Do not stop me from eating my chicken. What is wrong yeah. with you? I mean, I can laugh at it today right, right, right now, but right. it wasn't funny then. But it wasn't then. funny then. It wasn't funny uh, then. Now, that was serious business. And uh, another time, um, hold on, hold on. Before you get to that one, all right. Let me ask Uncle Jerry: Have you experienced something? Yeah. Matter of fact, after leaving your house one night uh, earlier this year, got over here and um, here in um, Atlanta where we live, and I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't good. I mean, I'm I'm driving down the street, getting ready to make a right turn on the street, and lights working, blinkers working, everything. Mm-hmm. He come pulled me over and saying that, well, I thought I saw one of your your blinkers not on. Mm. Pulls me over, wants me to get out of the car and everything. And so I, I asked him, why are you pulling me over? He said, well, because I want to pull you over. I have that right. I have that jurisdiction. Mm. Mm. And so right wow. then, I called I call Sharita. Sharita. Yeah, I, I, remember, remember, I, remember, remember. I remember. I called Sharita, mm-hmm. and, um, and I said, Sharita, stay on the phone. Because somebody done pulled me over over here, and I'm on my way home. And I guess it was probably about a quarter to one. Mm-hmm. And so, but I wanted her to hear everything that was, was said. Yeah. And, and I wanted to make sure because, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we need to understand. Because un- injustice is not fair. But at the same token, though, you can't, you can't pull it down or you can't find it. And say, well, I want justice right here because you don't know when uh, injustice is coming exactly. up on you. Exactly. You really don't. Exactly. You don't know when it's coming up on you. And so that night, Mike, I spent probably about thirty-five minutes in my truck waiting for them parked behind me, and I don't know what he was looking up. He was trying to look up my, my mm-hmm. tag and everything like right. that. He was trying to find something. Find on me. something. And and he couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. And eventually, he gave me back my license, and he said, "Well, you need to get that checked." I pulled over in the Kroger parking lot and I flipped my 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 lights on both mm-hmm. of my blinkers. Looked mm-hmm. at the back of them; everything working good. Everything working good. Yep. So it's 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 times where if a man can intimidate, whether he you brown, yellow, uh, whatever the color is, he with 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 the justice in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it in a wrong way, mm-hmm. then he's gonna feel that he has the upper hand over you. Yeah, right. and that's exactly. the same thing when he came in your house and mm-hmm. he locked you and your father up. Mm-hmm. I mean, just by somebody else's gesture. So yeah. the thing is, we have to be able to teach our children, mm-hmm. have to learn ourselves, right, and then stay abreast on it. I think what Colum is doing. I don't know if he has any children or not, but the people that's around him. They know for a fact this young man mm-hmm. is recognizing what what's going on in society. Exactly, it's not going to happen to him. It's yep. not going to happen to the people that's around him. Right. Mm-hmm. He wanted to put a stop to it before it happened. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And I Prevention. love what, what what he was talking about, which was you know. And thank you for saying that because I wanted the listeners to understand that what went on back then and mm-hmm. was fought 
is why there's still athletes that need to speak exactly. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, exactly. Understand, I'm not asking athletes to speak up. I'm just saying that's why the need is still. That need is still. Because it's still going yep. on. Mm-hmm. And it's getting just as violent. Mm-hmm. You know, he made a point. He said, you know, uh, a cosmetologist, who I have an amazing cosmetologist and a sister-in-law, you know, Ashley, I know the training she went through. Right. I know the schooling she went through. Right. He said that cosmetologists go through more training than mm-hmm. than police officers do. That's yeah. true. That's a yeah. fact. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. fact. Yeah. Hey, don't forget truck drivers. They go through more training than police ever think about. Man. They go through training see constantly. That? See that? Constantly. That's crazy. And, yes. And, and when you get to people who hold, you know, in a sense, hold justice in their hand, mm-hmm. and on top of that, you're getting mm-hmm. people who don't live in the neighborhood. Right. Right. That's one of the biggest problems right right. That's one of the biggest problems. This is where you get this. So I just want my listeners to understand this is Mm -hmm. why, in case you wonder why it's necessary for Colin Kaepernick to even do this, because it's still still Mm -hmm. the same. Right. 40 years later. And I think, Brother Mike, I think that what they need to instill, and I don't know if it's a training or they do need to instill it, they need to instill – Culture awareness in every county, every Absolutely. city. Yep. Yep. If, if your culture mm-hmm. is Hispanic and you're mm-hmm. a police officer, then you need to learn about Hispanic culture. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. if Hispanics, mm-hmm. you know, if at a certain time, if they have a, uh, a, a, a senorita or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, if they have every other Friday night, if they have a party in yep. their neighborhood, yep. then you need to respect their culture exactly. because that's what they do. Exactly. And if they do that, yep. then don't go over there knocking on their door yep. exactly. and, and interrupting them because exactly. they're having a good time mm-hmm. and you call yourself going to push your justice yep. on their system mm-hmm. because that's their culture. Right. And, and, and what has happened is when you have an injustice, when you have an injustice that is happening in these cultures, in these neighborhoods, in these communities, then what it does, it uprupts the Mm -hmm. city. It really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Mm -hmm. It upruts mm-hmm. the city, yep. and the city is combined of communities. Mm-hmm. The community makes the city, mm-hmm. and then the city makes the state. But if mm-hmm. you have um, police officers, I was just looking on a Atlanta Voice newspaper. They got a, uh, a uh, um, Atlanta police officer that is um, that's accused of something, uh, uh, a murder. Mm-hmm. It's out in my truck right now. Right, right, right. Yeah, but it's it's, it's things like this basically. We want to continue to stay on the cutting edge of what's happening in our community. First, mm-hmm. in our homes, yeah. should I first say. First, our homes. In there our homes, and go. then in our communities. Mm-hmm. But we do have to respect the culture mm-hmm. in our communities because it's, it goes back to when Dad, back in Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. when Dad, he was the first black of an all-white board of education. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. He was bringing in a standard into mm-hmm. a community that was primarily all-white. All Yep. But he had to bring in a standard. He had to take some of the black kids mm-hmm. that were there, come before the board, and tell them, you know what, I'm going to have to take that knife. Well, Mr. Fisher, I got a knife because some of these white young men mm-hmm. are threatening to jump on me after football practice. Mm-hmm. See, but the thing is, what my dad done, he sat down and talked to that young man. Mm-hmm. He talked to, to their parents, mm-hmm. but he went back to the board which he was over, but he had to explain to the board, hey, I need you to help me. Mm-hmm. They're all white. Mm-hmm. He's black. I need you to help me go and talk to some of these teachers yep. and some of these white coaches because we need to change some things 
Beecher Township is becoming black also. Yep. Not just white. And it was. Mount Morris Township. Yep. Uh, yep. Mike graduated from Beecher mm-hmm. High School, him and Sharita. Yep. Mount Morris Township was becoming African American. Yep. Mm. And so it's some changes had to take place. Yep. And and if we don't see that it's happening in every culture, mm-hmm. it's just like some places where where we live over there mm-hmm. over there off Fairburn Road. I see even more Hispanics. Yeah. Yep. So the thing is, we can't no no race can dominate and say this is our area. Right. This is our uh, and and what we want to do. Basically, it's the best thing to learn the culture mm-hmm. of that race and 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 let's work together. Yep. And and yep. also too, I want to say, you know, I, I hear about San Francisco PD saying they're not going to protect Colin Kaepernick. And we're not going to. We're going to. We're not going to look after forty nine. You know, just some. Here's here's where you know I don't. You know, we treat Colin some. Well, I'm not going to say we. The media is treating Colin as if he's spitting anti-police rhetoric. Yep. Right. What mm-hmm. Uncle Gerald is saying and, and what my dad is saying, what I'm saying is police are needed, but you have to understand the culture. Now, yep. we didn't put the onus on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Especially my generation, <clears throat> we cannot spit this rhetoric that all police are bad. Right. You don't need to be a police officer. Don't grow up to be a police officer. Right. No, we need people from the neighborhood to exactly. grow up and yeah. be in the police officer yeah. so, that, so that, you know, they know Miss Annie name. Right. Mm-hmm. They know little Johnny's over there walking and they go tap Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you need somebody that's attached to the community. Yep. So we can't always be the ones that's like, yeah, don't be a police officer. Yeah, you know, that's that's craziness. You know, mm-hmm. you go do something else. No, that's good. But see, they attached to their community. Because see, you don't have black officers in their community running their community. You know, you got white folks running their own community. But see, they run ours too, mm-hmm. and see, we need to be running ours mm-hmm. ourselves. That's right. That's what we need. And to And I doing. will say, um, <clears throat> you know, for and for the Atlanta. ones further outside need to learn our culture. Right. The black folks already know our culture. The, cra- the crazy the part is, for people that, that don't live here, Atlanta exactly. is such a black mecca right now. Mm-hmm. You will find a lot of black officers, and I'm gonna tell you something. I have driven around, and, and I'm a law-abiding citizen. Please do not pull me over. <laughs> I have driven around with expired tags in the city of Atlanta, and I have not been pulled over, or if I have been pulled over, it's been given a warning. Right. All right. There's a difference when you get outside the city of exactly. Atlanta. You're exactly. going to jail. Right. Going or to jail. you getting a big ticket, oh, yeah. and there is no explanation yep. because yep. you get to the area, you know, I – I don't I don't get into politics, but the mayor has made an emphasis on getting Atlanta cops that live in Atlanta mm-hmm. to police Atlanta. To police Atlanta. And I agree with that. Unfortunately, 100%. outside Atlanta, that's yep. not the case. Yep. Right. You know, you get people from everywhere else coming mm-hmm. to police an area. Right. So I I think there's a difference. I think yep. you guys probably know the same too. It's a like, big difference. You know, Humongous city of Atlanta, you, yes. you don't deal with the same type of oh right. police officer right. behind right. me. And, and I'm gonna tell you, it's 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 it's, it hit home uh, the officer um, Terrence Green that got killed last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Close friend of mine who came out of high school mm. same year eighty four, right. and and T Green, I mean he'd do he'd do anything for you. Right. He yeah. was he was right at the 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 the, the millennium of his career. He was just he had two years. He was getting ready to retire. Thirty mm. years as an officer. Wow. In Fulton, wow. in Fulton County. Wow. Both of us went to school right over there in East Point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. And but the thing was, because of community, 
again, in our culture, as Mike has said, we need officers. We mm-hmm. need people to to grow up and do these things. Yes. To to stand up for rights. I told my wife the other day. That's a teacher. I said that that public servants is is the the lowest paid. Yep. Yep. And, and yep. I agree. Yep. Our, our teachers and police mm-hmm. and, 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 firefighters, and firefighters, firefighters, uh, uh, social workers, mm-hmm. all these yep. people that 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 spend time. I was sharing with somebody. Uh, my one of my uh, uh, um, um, passwords is my first grade teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Brooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's one of my passwords in my in in, in my computer. But it's allegedly. because allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, because because she because she uh, I ain't give you the numbers. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, but because she because she is someone that was so dear to me in first grade. Right, mm-hmm. and you remember, we, them. and I remember her yeah. right. because see, it's, it's it's it is those people that are a part of. It was the mailman, mm-hmm. mailman, Mister Sonny, and, and truth truth be told, Mister Sonny, when my parents unfortunately divorced, Mister Sonny that delivered the paper over there in East Point, over there off Woodland and Delow Drive, Mister Sonny was the man that came and talked to me and told me. Uh, Gerald, it's going to be all right. I know you're upset about your mom and dad divorcing. I'm 13 years old. Mm-hmm. My mom told me she knew he was married and had children. She said, well, Mr. Sonny, can you go talk to my son because he's upset about my dad, uh, him and the, uh, my dad divorcing. And and I said, um, I said, well, uh, I don't understand. He said, but let me tell you, son, it's going to be all right. Not only did he talk to me. He helped my mom get a job, and she's going to be retiring next year mm-hmm. for 30 years with yeah. the post, post office. office. See, mm-hmm. see, people mm-hmm. want to do good. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then there's people out there that don't want to do good. Right. They don't have no good in them. You're right. And we do have to stand up against that because mm-hmm. if we don't stand up against that, their evil will continue to reign and exactly. continue to do. Mm-hmm. So, so, so those things that we can do good – do good. Exactly. I totally agree. I agree. I totally agree. Yep. Um. And and, and I'm gonna get to uh, uh you know teaching points a little mm-hmm. a little later in a, in a few minutes. But I had to say this before we get off the topic. And this is gonna sound crazy. Mm-hmm. You have you don't have to agree with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. You do not. Right. That's right. You can respect what Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. You can be okay with it. Yep. I mean, you can you can have a hands off approach. Mm-hmm. A lot of people gave Cam Newton flat because Cam Newton didn't exactly agree with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Allow people the opportunity to voice their mm-hmm. opinion because that's the only yep. way we're going to understand yep. each other. Yep. I'm gonna say this. Yep. Even if someone is saying prejudiced things, I'd rather you say prejudiced things. Mm-hmm. And let me know who you are than you to act out racist thoughts yeah. and we all be in danger. Yep. Yep. I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but tell me you're prejudiced. Right. Yep. Tell me you don't like me. Nah. I'll get out your way. Right. I'm not going to bother you. Right. Hey, I, I, now, that was the difference between mm-hmm. the North and the South, yep. bro. Now, yep. we, we from the North. Yep. And, and, and you know for a <laughs> fact, it's a difference, though. Totally different. Totally, totally different. See, you didn't know. Totally yep. You didn't know as much. Is the way they were. They sneaky up there. Very sneaky. Now down here, at least mm-hmm. you know. Yep. 
you know, they who wearing, hate you and who, who hate you and who, right. who prejudices yeah, yeah. up there. They'll smile in your face, pat oh, you on man. your back, oh, man. And, and be planning your death at the same time. See, yeah. see that's what I don't planning your death yeah. at the same yeah. time. That's what I don't. Yeah. Mean. And see, I saw this. You know, yeah. I moved from there at the age of thirteen, but I saw things that transpired. And I remember, mm-hmm. see, and, and and it wasn't something that 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 basically I just let just you know gloss go by, and I'm this little boy playing with my big wheel, and exactly. I wasn't paying attention. I was paying attention mm-hmm. because I didn't know that I was going to be in a in a state that I was going to be 13 and mm-hmm. had to look over my sister Donnie 10 and Carmen 9, and I had to represent. Mm-hmm. A male figure in my home at 13. Yeah, I'm right. here to Atlanta, Georgia during the time the Wayne Williams killing, 1980. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Trail Motors. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the year I moved here. And so at that time, you know, being an angry child and everything, I went back to my roots of what I had been taught by my dad, mm-hmm. by my grandmother. And by people in the community. Mr. Haywood. Mr. Haywood. Yep. Mr. Haywood, an old yep. coach. He mm-hmm. used to coach Mike, yep. coach me. Yep. One of my biggest influences. In, uh, and when I played football, Mr. Haywood was. I mean, he was definitely was like a father figure to yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, Great man. Great, Great man. man. Yeah. See, I love to hear mm-hmm. older gentlemen say that. Yep. Because when I say that, you know, um, um, I think people look at me like, oh, you're just abnormality. No, I think this is what needed in our 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 generation. Mm-hmm. We need older gentlemen to teach yeah. young gentlemen. Exactly. And, and and it needs to keep going down the line. Exactly. Um I will say this and, and just to jump off that topic, we can go all day about Colin Kaepernick and the situation and um I just hope the best for him. Mm-hmm. Um the good part is he knows he has a right to do this. Oh, yep. And he knows yep. That just he because he has with a, this, yeah, too. Yeah, he's yeah, very comfortable. Yeah. Just, that, that's that's he what don't, I don't feel. He don't feel. Yeah, he don't, no, he don't feel intimidated it. at all. The, the he's part, very comfortable. The part I love about it is he knows he has a right to mm-hmm. do it, but he knows that that right does not come without consequences. That's right. So he's that's cognizant right. that consequences that's right. are that's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that part. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's something that I think we all need to remember. Just because mm-hmm. you got the right to do something doesn't mean it comes without consequences. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. I have a right to tell my mother to be quiet. Right. She has the right <laughs> to <laughs> knock <laughs> me into next week and won't see me until next month. All right? Too, too that's, much. Much. that's where that happens. So much is given, much is required. Yeah, that's right. So, that's so, right. I, Even I, trade. Even I like trade. that part. <laughs> so he's not operating as though, like, I got a right to do it and I'm big and bad. He's right. Just, oh, you no. know, he's, no. he, he's doing it the right way, so... So mm-hmm. much kudos to him. But if you're familiar with this show, we always do a, song, a, a segment called Man Law Violations. We're not going to do that today. Not because we don't have men that's probably doing something stupid and we need to hold them accountable. <laughs> just because I just feel like with this opportunity to have some older gentlemen on the show that we take the opportunity to uh, give good wisdom to men. Um, I will say this. I love my father to death. And that man taught me that being a man means more than what's between your legs and the type yeah. of uh, mm-hmm. hormone that's in your body. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. told me that how you operate and how you act yeah. is what defines you as a man. Yes. And you need to operate accordingly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and I appreciate that about him. I, right. tell, I tell him that before, you know, and I always tell him that. So I appreciate that about him. I appreciate several other men in my life that mm-hmm. taught me that there's things you need to do as a man. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm going to take the onus. My generation, Generation X, you know, those born mm-hmm. in the 80s, uh-huh. early 90s. Unfortunately, we dropped the ball. 
We did not pass on that valuable information that we got from our fathers and uncles. Mm-hmm. We did not pass that on to the generation below us. Uh-huh. That's right. our fault. Uh-huh. I am taking the onus on that. You know, maybe there's some people that did it, but overall, I think our generation mm-hmm. failed there. So mm-hmm. let's just take this opportunity. I want to speak to you guys about what's some uh, things that you guys, you know, would teach young men about mm-hmm. being a man, about growing older as a man and not just operating like a boy until you're 35 and you're living at home with your mama eating Cheetos out the, fr- out the fridge. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'll start with that. I'll say the first thing you have to do is respect God and respect your parents and respect yourself right. in that order. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you respect God, you can respect your parents your parents birthed you, your parents taught you, your parents gave you uh, uh, your, your, your start in life, everything. And when you see them in that way, I don't care how bad your relationship was with them and everything, but when you see it in that way, mm-hmm. see, then you can respect yourself. And when you respect yourself, you can respect others. And that's what it's all about, respecting others. Is like you said earlier, you don't have to agree with them. Right. But you you have to respect a person if you want respect back. That's it's right. nothing but a a circle. That's right. It's a circle of life. That's right. You give respect, you yeah. respect uh, 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 respect coming back to you. Right. That, that that's the way it works. Right. So that's my comment. I love that, man. Get your, hold on. I hope y'all got your ink pens, or as my country uh, auntie would say, get your ink pen and write all this down. Ink pen. You know why I love that? Because um, a lot of people today, they don't believe that you have to respect your parents because television mm-hmm. tells you you don't yep. have to because they're imperfect. Mm-hmm. Well, right. guess what? Everybody's imperfect. Yep. Parents are not perfect. Yep, right. not perfect. But in They're general, a lot of them have your best interests. They got your best yes. interests. You know, and, mm-hmm. and you're just saying that respect, you don't have to agree. You don't have just to agree. Respect. And that in yep. turn links to respecting yourself. Yep. You will not make dumb decisions like a yep. lot of people do. There I mean, you go. It, I mean, it's, go. It's, 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 it's point blank. I mean, you can't get it no, no more simpler than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you do that, as he said, I mean, you get good results. You get good results. You know, one of the things that... Not only good results, you get a lifetime result. uh, I'm going to tell you. Yes. A lifetime. A lifetime results. I'm going to tell you. And it just keep on. It's like like planting. You know, you plant. It's a harvest coming up. And once Mm -hmm. the harvest come up, you get your harvest. Mm -hmm. And then you know it's a season where it's just going to come back again. Mm -hmm. And it is. Just like you said, bro. Just just, just like the old saying back in the day. I plant you now and I dig you later. <laughs> get it, get I it. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, put it out. I plant you, you now and I dig you later. I plant you now and I dig you later. That's your goodbyes right there. <laughs> now that, now that, that's an old one right there. That's an old one. You know what? You know what? I didn't know what I was going to entitle this episode. I'm going to entitle this episode, I plant you now and I dig you later. I like that. I like that. I'm going to tell you. It is so true. Yes, yes. I try to drive home to young people, bro, Mike, even my children, instructions. Mm-hmm. 
follow the instructions. Yep. It's some instructions that are given to you. I mean, from the time that you, you early, you know, most children don't even right now don't even know how to tie their shoe because we we have an age that children, all they know is Velcro. Now, I'm not taking anything <laughs> from people that do Velcro. Right. But you have children right now today in 2016 that don't even know how to yep. tie their shoe. I mean, these are things that are they're elementary. Mm-hmm. Elementary. But they're by tying and, and tying your shoe and everything like that is by instruction. Mm-hmm. See, and we live in an era, in a time today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we live in a very technical time today that uh, reading your texts, reading should even be at the highest point. It's right. children today that don't even know how to read, but right. they don't want to go by the instruction. Right. See, the instruction is telling you that it's a uh, these letters have vowels and right. consonants. Right. They don't want to go by the instruction that is given to them, mm-hmm. so they won't learn. Yep. And, and they're rebellious today. Mm-hmm. I and, will say a lot of a lot of boys. Um, I don't want to call them men because they don't represent who I am. A lot of boys, they don't follow simple instructions. Yep. Simple they instructions. end up yep. falling to That's the right. yep. consequences. It's mm-hmm. simple instructions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like if we go back to the justice system, some things, and I agree with the justice system. The justice system say when you come to a stop sign, you're supposed to stop. Right, right. Not not what they, what, what they told me years ago when I was 16 and driving. Don't do the, uh, the L.A. flow. L.A. flow is, you don't come to a complete stop. The L.A. flow is, that rolling stop. He said, that's the L.A. flow. He said, said, yeah, rolling stop. That's what it is, the L.A. flow. But if if we can get more young people today, to follow the instructions that they're given. Mm-hmm. Most parents, most <clears throat> teachers, most even uh, uh, officers that have a good heart yeah. towards a child right. is going to tell them in the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got crossing guards right now today that are putting their life on the line. They ain't getting paid that much, <clears throat> but they're there with their whistle yep. to stop them children. But mm-hmm. you got children right now today, and I told my wife over here in, in Atlanta, and I would say, God, Please, we need a we need a, a light here. These cars are coming down this hill. They got these kids. They're at these bus stops. But the kids, chances are, mm-hmm. God forbid, will end up getting hit because the children are not falling in line with the instruction. They are to stand back from the curve. They are not to run around on this busy street. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Chances are some of those children won't even make it. Yep. Because of the instruction that they mm-hmm. were given mm-hmm. for them to sit still, stand mm-hmm. over here, away from the busy street. Mm-hmm. And we want the children to see their life expand. Mm-hmm. We have we have we have a grandmother that's ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. You saw yeah, her? Yeah. we hung out with her the yep. other day. Yep. Ninety nine. And, mm-hmm. and and she talk about her her teenage days. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's right now today. We want these children if if they can take the instruction that is given to them, they can take it with them for the rest of their life. Yep. Yeah. The instructions and, and, that's given to them. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna take what you saying. This is this is key. This is key. Okay, people, get your ink pen. Get your ink pen. <laughs> listen, listen. When an older gentleman pulls you to the side, or your father, or your uncle, or whoever, 
and they say, come on, I'm going to teach you how to change a tire. Listen. Please. Yep. Because if I got to go to another store and help a young lady change her tire... Because and you sitting on the inside, I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. I'm going to jail. <laughs> Y'all may not realize this is a lot of men that it don't is. know it how to change tires. Oh, man. just follow instructions. Just follow instructions. It's simple. It's simple. Man, I'm gonna tell you. I even say this change in relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys cause the demise of relationship. I I try to counsel women. You know, they come to me a lot of times mm-hmm. about relationships. That's really not my position. I really need to be talking to the men. Right. Yeah. Men, right. if a woman comes to you and say, hey, I like it when you open the door for me. Just do it. Just right. do it. Don't right. fight it. Right. Yeah. right. Follow right. simple right. instructions. Yeah. Right. right. It's not that right. hard. It's not that hard. No. no. It's not, no. That hard. not that hard. You're going to no. get asked a whole bunch of other stuff from women Look. your entire life. Exactly. Opening the door, exactly. if she requests it, is right. not that bad. It's not that bad. And ladies, please ask them to... Open the door for you. Yeah, request exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Request it, and, and don't try to open the door yourself. Don't wait until you get around to the car. Yeah, because and always learn. say thank you. Yes, always. Yes, because yeah. that can be a problem too. I yes. open the door to a lot of women, that. and they walk right through, won't say nothing. <laughs> always say thank you, and guess what? You'll keep getting treated like that's a lady. Right. That's right. That's that's right. what it's all about. That's, that's right. That's give right. you take. You give right. you take. That's right. Um, that's also, also, I will say this. Um, this is something that someone taught me. I don't know. You guys may have never heard this, uh, but it came to me from an older gentleman, somebody mm-hmm. who I really respect. Um, Mr. Davis one day taught me. He said, when you break up with a woman, I want you to learn one thing. It is always your fault. It is <laughs> always your fault when you break up with a woman. Yep, yep, he yep, said, I'm going to yep. tell you why. If you break up with her and she wanted to give the relationship a try, then that means you're a quitter uh-huh. and you don't have no patience. Uh-huh. Right. He said, if you break up with her and she was doing wrong, then uh, she was going to leave you anyway. Uh-huh. Right. And you just gave her the out. Uh-huh. Before she out. was going to break yeah, up with you. Uh, or yeah, she had been yeah, broke up right, with yeah, you. Right, right. Yeah. So I say that to say this. Men, stop leading these women on when you think the relationship is over. Right. Go ahead and right. break up with them because you know it's your fault anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if you can accept the fact that if you can accept the fact that, that breakup was your fault anyway, you can move on with your relationship. You can move on. Right. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. That was some right. of the most valuable piece right. of right. wisdom I had ever gotten oh, in my life. Man. Because once I learned that, I said, okay, so if this relationship was going bad, I know how to go ahead and end it. I don't owe you no explanation. I don't have to tell you, it wasn't me, it was you, all that other (laughs) stuff. Go ahead and tell her why you breaking up with her. It's your fault anyway. And Mm -hmm. both of y'all can move on. Right. Right. Be accountable, men. Y'all got to learn to be accountable. Also, remember this, fellas. Remember this. It's, It's better to be in a cave with wise men than being in a palace with fools. You're right about that. Okay, now. Never forget right that. Okay. Right Never forget that. that. Fix your circle. It's better to be in caves with wise right men that. versus being in a palace with fools. That's what it mm-hmm. say. That's, That's right. Say in a multitude of councils. Exactly. Always right. remember that. Chris Brown. At bingo. If you listen. Bingo. If you listen. Bingo. 
I don't know if you you yep. probably not listening, but if you do listen, you can tweet me uh, link out. <laughs> that, that's that's it's great advice. Good. You're right. That's great good. advice. Evaluate mm-hmm. your circle and do yep. it constantly. You have to. Exactly. Do it constantly. If, mm-hmm. if you're not, then basically what you're doing is you're running in circles. You like a dog chasing your tail. There you go. There you, you don't go. have no direction. Yep. I always say uh, just similar to that. Um, I like to hang around kings. Because mm-hmm. another king's gonna check me. I said that before on my right. last podcast. Okay. Right. I'm around. I'm not gonna say I'm always because you make mistakes. Yep. yep. But yep. in general, I've been around a circle that doesn't mind saying, "Hey, Mike, you acting real stupid." Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right now, mm-hmm. you right. need to check yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been around people who can call me and say, "Mike, you messed right. up. Yeah. So right. fix there you it go. and there fix you it go. now." Uh-huh. There you um, go. So that's why I say I like to be around kings because mm-hmm. when you're a king and everybody around you is a peasant, mm-hmm. who gonna check you? Come on, exactly. That's right. Bingo. Nobody. That's and right. as Bingo. a man, you need somebody to check you. I'm Bingo. telling you. Bingo. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Got it. You got it. I'm telling that's you. It. And you this, this is coming from me learning the hard way. I yeah. wish I listened <laughs> back then. So you know, what you I'm saying? Got it. this ain't a bunch of preachy stuff. I'm mm. I'm sitting here as a as a as a adult who's to me is still young and I'm still looking at the, all these things. I'm saying they're either fat mm-hmm. or I can apply them right now and I know I can come uh-huh. out good. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Period. It's a known fact mm-hmm. that if we can take, again, going back to the instruction, what it say? Too much is given, much is required. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you're given much, mm-hmm. Then the requirement of what you've been given mm-hmm. should come out. That's where the fruitful come in. That's where the fruitful come yep. in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been given. They say they give uh, the word. Say I give seed to the mm-hmm. sower. So if you got seed, why don't you have a harvest? Exactly. Ooh, if you ooh, got seed, ooh, ooh, exactly. Ooh, ooh, why exactly. don't you have a harvest? For <laughs> the end this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Right. There you go. There you go. If you got all the skills in the world, why you ain't got nothing going for yourself? Come on. Huh? Come on. Huh? Huh? There you go. There you go. If you so rich, why you ain't wealthy yet? Huh? Right. Huh? 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 Like Black Eagle would say, put it where the goat can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all better listen to these gems. I'm just Put sitting where the goat can hey. get it. Black Eagle. I'm just sitting back. I'm t- I hope, yeah. I hope that uh, whoever listens to this podcast passes this on to some other younger people. You, you have to be around older people and learn to get along with older people oh, yeah. so that you can yes. get some yes. of that knowledge mm-hmm. that yes. they have. Yes, sometimes it is preachy. Yeah, but if you sort through the preachiness, you gonna find some gems. Exactly. You think people just exactly. finding diamonds because it's sitting on the ground, exactly. clean no. already? There you no, go. There you they go. have to dig and no. they have to refine mm-hmm. some stuff there so they go. can get some value, man. I'm so they sift through it, man. Sift through right, it. sift through right. it. I agree. Um, that is the end of our podcast. Time flew by. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, oh, man. It was hey, good. no problem, man. Good. I no appreciate problem. you guys, Dad. Do you Love have any it. parting words? Uh, always listen. The best thing you can do is listen, and that's the best tool you can ever use in your life is listen. Listen and learn. If you can listen and learn, you'll be all right. Because you'll, you'll, you'll learn from your mistake, and you won't make no, that mistake no more than one time in your life. 
I'm yeah. telling you, there's no reason for you to make the same mistake, same That's mistake right. over and over That's and over. Right. You're not listening. Right. If you listen, you will learn. That, that's my father-in-law. Yep. That's my father-in-law. Yep. That's, that's, that's the best fight I give right there. That's, that's good that's right there. Uncle Jerry, hit him over the head real quick. Get, what, what can you, parting words? Give him some parting words. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I'll tell you, all, all I can say is what he said is true. Yeah. It said, mm-hmm. it said I, I mean, I, I had to keep on going back to the word because even when mm-hmm. I didn't even want to get into school books, when I finally <laughs> found that word, man, I, I, I really loved it. Mm-hmm. James 1 and 19 says, to be quick to hear, mm-hmm. slow to speak, there slow to take go. offense. There it is. There I'm going to tell you. So you what go. he said about listening is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So, if you, so, so yeah. hold on. Let, let me give y'all something to listen to. My Uncle Gerald is a contractor. <laughs> go ahead and give him the name of your business. Fisher Property Works. Come on and, and let us do some things for you. Fisher Property Works. Give him there the phone number. 404 322-7879. Fisher Property Works. A good investment is a great reward. There it Come is. On. There Come go. on. There it is. Come on with it. So since I got y'all listening, just really quick, I'm going to leave y'all with a word that my dad said. My dad always preached this phrase, and I didn't appreciate it until I got older. He said, work smarter, not harder. All yep. right. That's so All simple. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, work yeah. smarter, That's keeping it simple right harder. Here. That's keeping it simple. That is. Yep. All right. Keeping it very simple. You can find this podcast at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. You can find it on Facebook for Home Field Advantage Sports Trash Talk and for Home Field Advantage uh, Sports Talk. Uh, you can always find it on SoundCloud, uploaded every Thursday. As I've always said before, you can always check out my partner's uh, podcast that will be out this Thursday. Uh, that's the Under the Influence podcast. Uh, that's just everything, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it. If y'all want uh, uh, some older gentlemen back, I'm going to have my dad on the show because he can tell y'all some embarrassing stories about me. Probably. <laughs> uh, 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 but it, man, if y'all appreciate this older wisdom, tweet me, message me, let me know you appreciate it. I will relay it back to these amazing gentlemen and let them know that it was appreciated. This is the podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'll see y'all next week. All right. Take it easy, Atlanta. <laughs>